1: This is The View from the Gladys Street, a podcast by the fans, for the fans, as we go on the terraces to discuss all the big talking points at Everton Football Club. Hello everybody and welcome to The View from the Gladys Street podcast, the latest in a series of special edition fan podcasts featuring a host of Everton fans. If you've never listened to us before and this is your first time, let me tell you a little bit about the show. First of all... This is an Everton fan podcast where fans from all different ages and backgrounds are invited on to have their say about the latest news coming out of Everton Football Club. I'm your host, Ian Kroll. Today's guests are all avid followers of Everton Football Club. With me, I have you from the Dallas Street regular, Tom Clark. I'm making his debut and chomping at the bit to speak is Mark Crotty. Fellas, welcome. The transfer window is closed. It's slammed shut at 5pm on Thursday evening. It's been a frantic couple of hours. We might as well get straight into it. Richarlison, Lucas Digne, Bernard, Yeri Mina, Andre Gomez on loan, and Kurt Zuma at the time of this recording to be confirmed on loan. Are we happy with the quality and calibre of players that have come in?
2: Absolutely made up. I think that's a, st- a statement. I think we've made, if not the best signs in the Premier League this window we really made a statement that we're going to push this year and uh, maybe take some of the um, some time to get going but I really think we've had a quality window there. It was a bit shaky, I know Silva wasn't too happy towards the, uh, the end of it but coming deadline day like that is quality, I'm really happy now, yeah.
0: Mark? Yeah, I agree more. I think um, what he's done for me this summer is what hasn't happened for many. He's actually bought quality but he's bought quality in positions that we as fans all think we need to players in. As last year, he's, you know, Kieran was buying number tens. He had left second right, centre, and we sold Lukaku. Never got a striker, and so whole squad was unbalanced. But it looks like Sullivan and Brands have come in, assessed that quickly, got rid of a lot of dead wood, with more to go, and actually bought the quality in the areas that we need. Um, we needed the centre half. Looks like we've got. Hopefully, we've got two. We needed the creative midfield. We've got one. We needed an attacking pacey wing and we've got one you know all positions are getting filled and looks like they're buying into silver a lot of these players have already said they've come because of the chats with silver and it's gone from a bit of pessimism to complete optimism in the space of a few days here so yeah i'm delighted with this with the the signings and and i'm also delighted with the deadwood that they're getting rid of as well so yeah
1: yeah yeah, absolutely um just so you know guys it's quarter past six as we speak um before we came in here we we Zuma wasn't confirmed as of yet, was he? But um, March assured me that he's going to refresh his phone every uh, five <laughs> yeah, or ten minutes just to make sure that, um, and hopefully by the end of the day, the recording, the podcast, we might have a, mm-hmm. a confirmation of, of Zuma. So we're happy with the quality and caliber of the players. Um, is it enough? Is it enough, Tom?
2: Yeah, I think. Um some people say we need the striker as well to back us up, but we have got a few there now. We've got Toss and the ass, uh Calvert-Lewin there as well, the young one, and then um, Sandro. He's stuck around, I'm not sure if he will leave before the end of the window, but he's still there. So, we've got options, um, different options as well. They're not all the same thing up front. So, uh, in other areas, the ones we needed, we've pretty much got what we wanted, as as, um, as we've said. But what's it called? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm happy with uh, what we've got. And I think moving into the new season, as I said, it will take time for them to settle in, but what we've got, I'm definitely happy with.
1: Mark, have we definitely got enough? We we probably got enough backup, but have we got enough backup that's quality enough to come in when when needed most?
0: I think so. I think it's it's going to be a long term thing, isn't it? So I think if you're judging it as a start, I think the start is really really good. I think next summer again, Jags is out of contact and leave. Baines is out of contract and leave. Williams is out of contact and leave. And so they can they can add two or three more again next summer. And so over the course of the next two three years, what will expect by the end of that two or three years, we should be in a position to say. This is the team that Silver's built. So for the start, I think it's really good. Things really positive. Like I say, he's identified the positions straight away. That in here and, and got them in. And um, so as a start, I'm really happy. Yeah, because it's not going to be built overnight, is it?
1: Quite different to the previous regime, really. Of just just yeah. going out there and buying buying players, just pretty much for the sake of it. We've obviously we've gone out there and targeted the players, haven't we?
0: Definitely. We were all excited this time last year, but let's be honest with him. you know when we all came through the door, I remember being buzzing and thinking, yeah, this is great. But actually, when you sat back and thought about it, it was like, where are all these going to fit in? And then you thought, oh, Kuma must have a plan. Mm-hmm. And actually, you never. Know, when we watched them, we had three number tens playing left, right, no striker. It was all over the place, and and the quality wasn't good enough either right now though, i can see what silver's plan is i can see what he's going to do he's got a set system he wants them all to fit into that and all these players are going to be designed to actually fit into to his way of playing and so i can see a plan now and obviously a mention from marcel brands must be part of that too uh identifying players with silver and getting these deals done and um, a little south american flavor to it all which is which is really good because obviously that's silver's uh, language the, the, the you know the brazilians come through the door they'll all be able to Communicate and get the ground running. Really happy, really impressed, optimistic. Um, as it was on his and uh, you know, let, let let's hope it is the start of a new era.
1: Yeah, uh, Tom, we just touched on it there just a minute ago. That silver has you know come out in the media and been clearly frustrated over the past couple of weeks. Um, obviously perceived by lack of signings and missed targets, but he's got to be happy, hasn't he, with what's just happened today?
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, uh, what he said. We've pretty much gone up and got. I think. The areas he wasn't happy with, obviously centre half, you could see him shaking his head on the touchline when things were going wrong with the back in pre-season, especially uh, Jags and Keane. But I think we've addressed those areas hopefully with Zuma and Amina coming in and all the other areas he wanted as well. So I think uh, he'll definitely be happy with the transfer window now and I think that little partnership between Silver and Brands is blossoming because... I, de- I definitely think you'll be happy going into the season. It will take time for those to fit in as well. I don't think they'll be thrown in straight away against the Bulls, but I think um, after a few games, maybe with we'll Bernard's fit again and things like that, we'll, we'll properly get going uh, later on in the season.
1: Just, just to touch on the two players then before today's deadline that we, we look like we're going to sign Bernard and Mina. Um, is it a negative thing? No. Well, it obviously is a negative thing, but is it? Is it going to affect us in any way? He hasn't played since February. hasn't He's not going to be. He might be fit, but he's not going to be match fit. He's obviously doubtful that he's going to be thrown in against Wolves, maybe on the bench. But is it? Is that going to be a bad thing for us? Yeah, I think
2: it's a long term, plan Really, isn't it? I think yeah, it's a good sign for the long term. Don't think he'll be ready for a good few weeks. Maybe not just Wolves, but. Uh maybe a month or so, um, having not played since February, and he was a free free agent as well, we want to see what's going on, how come no one else is coming in for him, stuff like that, how come Shakhtar let him go, obviously there's a there's a bit of assessment to be going on, I'm sure there's no stuff behind the scenes, but it will take a while for him to settle in, and uh, it needs mean, to be seen what role he's going to play as well, maybe in the front three, but um, I th- it will take him a while to settle in along with the other sirens, maybe with him a little bit longer, but I'm really excited to see Bernard and uh, what he can do.
1: Marco quite strong in that area anyway, so he doesn't play against Wolves or even the next couple of games, we mm. should should be fine. But is it is it a worry?
0: No, it's not a worry. I think I agree with what Tom's just said. I think it's... Um, I've spoke to a few fans and a few of my mates and stuff who said they're quite fixated on Wolves. We've we got to be ready for Wolves, we've we got to be ready for Wolves. and I agree with that, we still want three points. I, I'm more concerned about how this looks for the future, you mm. know what I mean? And, and Bernard's not going to be ready for Saturday. Um, yeah, I think it was March the 9th was his last game that I read and so yeah, it's five months now without a game. Um, it's gonna take him a few weeks of 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 fitness, but I think I read an interview today with with Silver who said I'm gonna to have to maybe have a second preseason for the players who've just come in and to, to help them gel. Mean has only just returned to signing this week. Um, Gomez has picked up an injury in preseason in that champions trophy against Spurs. I'm not sure about if if, if Zuma does sign, I'm not sure about his fitness, he might be one that's ready now after pre-season, but yeah, it could be September, October before we're actually seeing Marco Silva's first 11, but between now and then we should still have enough quality in the squad to, to fill in and get these results because the run fixtures yeah. is actually quite favourable, isn't it? So so fingers crossed we can get to Wolves, Southampton, Bournemouth, we can get to these fixtures with the, with the, with the squad. And still pick up the points, ready for these players to, to step in when they're ready as well. And just on Mina then, as I'll stick with
1: you, Mark. That, should we read too much into the fact that he played very little for Barcelona last season?
0: Yeah, um, no, because he only came in January, didn't he? Um, and obviously, the, you know, did the, the likes of Pique and Manessettle there. It's it, 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 he's not just going to go straight in. I think the World Cup has um, increased his, his. You know, people are more aware of him now Um, because of the goals he scored in the World Cup and stuff but I don't think we've bought him on that from what I heard we were in for him before the World Cup so uh, it's not based on that it might not have helped us that he's actually done well in the World Cup but we might have been able to get him for less but um, no, I think we've got to look at his career as a whole he's only 23, he was highly rated he's big and strong exactly what we've lacked, brilliant in the air and he's going to be a threat actually from set pieces for us going forward as well isn't he? but if we can, uh, if we can bed him in quickly. Um, I think we need to get behind him and give the lad a chance. Yeah.
1: Tom, then Everton are clearly crying out for a leader at the back. Like we haven't had one um, for years, really, at the back. Is he? Is he that type of player? Do you think he can be that type of player?
2: Yeah, I think it'll take him a while to settle in to establish himself as a leader. I don't think he could come in straight away and be a leader. Obviously, he's yeah, big physically. He's about six foot five. Um, but I think it will take him a while to settle in to become a leader, but maybe in the future, if he's a long-term signing and he's going to stay with Everton, then he will establish himself as a leader, but I think for now, just uh, let, him get, let, let him get his feet under the table and see how he does at the start, and um, I think in the future he could be a leader if he has to, to stick around.
0: It's important that he's a leader, Mark, do you think? We need that leader, I don't know if it's going to be him. Um yeah Jags, Jags was always there, I always thought he was a good centre half but he was never a leader, was he? he was never a a shouter or whatever. Um Pickford seems to be that sort of character where he's he's barking out instructions and whatever. Um remains to be seeing what seen what Lucas Senior's like. Um so we need our leader in the team, I don't know where that's gonna come from. Um, and out of the signings, like like Tom's just said, could it be meaner if Zuma gets over the line? Is he a shouty character or a leader from the back the only one in the squad that's been there for a while and who would give the captaincy tomorrow is Seamus is Coleman and I'm hoping mm. that sort of follows uh, what I've just said in terms of progression this season Jags shouldn't be in the side anymore and therefore we do need a new captain and that should be Coleman I think he'd be the one to, to lead at the moment one because he's got that natural ability about him anyway but two he's been there the longest out of everyone that's playing now uh, and and gets Everton. So I think for me, there's your leader for now, and then we might need to look maybe next year about getting getting a proper captain. And I I don't know, uh, in terms of. Well, we we
1: touched about that. this in the last podcast, but in um, the captaincy, um, was would
0: this not be the perfect time to to swap the captaincy now? Hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent. Get Coleman the captain. Uh, man tomorrow, let him let him lead the team out on Saturday. Um it's thanks and goodbye to Gilker as far as I'm concerned he was a good centre-half not taking that away from him but he was never a captain never a leader uh, and I think Seamus Coleman's that natural step up now uh, so for so for me yeah, he should be you get that captain's armband man tomorrow So what yeah. do
2: you think from? yeah he said in the last podcast they uh, uh, keep Jags as the captain but this couple of weeks have just completely changed yeah. that I think uh, his performances in pre-season have just been a bit just completely changing man as well as the new signings of hopefully Zoom and Mina. so I think obviously you're not going to be captain anymore so your captain needs to be on the pitch so it's got to be Seamus Coleman, really hasn't it especially with their veins, probably not going to be there anymore with Deanian as well so Seamus Coleman is definitely the obvious one yeah
1: Given the transfer window that we've had then obviously we've had a, a really strong deadline day do you think Everton still struggle to attract that big name player?
0: Um, possibly at the moment yeah because we're not attracted at the moment we have just finished eighth there the most miserable football ever Um, got no Europe so offer there's lots of chopping and changing so I'm, I'm actually quite impressed with the calibre of players we've actually bought and um, the next step is going to be you know if we can get into Europe and then eventually get into the Champions League attracting them players Um, I'm quite surprised we've managed to attract the likes of Bernard and and the and, and, yeah, mean and, yeah. and whatever so I think the calibre of players we bought now is definitely a step up already from what we've got uh, the Marquee sign, and I think Michelle's desperate for a Marquee sign, and a world name. That's not going to happen, yet And um, they've got to build towards that. But I'm comfortable with that as a fan. I think, think
1: it's got to be Champions League football to get that, or like ridiculous that. money, obviously. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. I think it's got to be Champions League football. That's what the that's what the uh, the, the Marquee players want, isn't it? Um, but you know, as I say, that the best way to get there is then get the next level down, isn't it? And I think that's where we've bought this summer. I think I think the gonna. Um, make a few people sit up and mm. take notice and stop talking about his fee, um, because I think the lad's got undoubted out of and, and and with the work rate and with him being happy on the soul but I think he, he can push Everton on, and then we we'll hope another step up and push Everton on. And the long term, goal has got to be Champions League and that's when the big, the big, big players will hopefully uh, start looking at Everton. Then.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I'm, what's your take on it then? Because obviously in the Everton bubble we as fans we're, we're big aren't we we're huge <laughs> we are we, we always say it but from the outside looking in like how, are we big?
2: Um, not to the big clubs I don't think they see us as a big team but obviously we think of ourselves as that but I think there's obviously the big six um, every, loads have been said about the big six and the gulf between them and the rest of the, t- the team in the Premier League at the moment so it's a, it's a shame that we are being lumped in with the rest of the Premier League but I think with these signs we've made and considering as well a lot of the signs, uh bigger teams in the top six have been fighting with us for the them Sands and we've ended up coming up on top and getting them. So I think yeah, that's got to put us up there as one of the big teams and hopefully we'll be pushing them in the big six this year.
1: Yeah, um, quick word then on our Um Brands has managed to clear quite a bit of the Deadwood. Obviously, Williams, Morales. I think Bessic um, was going to Middlesbrough and Martina. All happy to see those four leave.
0: Yeah, Bezic fell through last minute. Right, okay. Um but I think he can still go on loan, can't he? Yeah. Because that's up until thirty first. Yeah, there's I think we've got there's a few and, and Rooney and, and Maureen and people like that. Um so as far as I'm aware I'd still on the books that I'd still get rid of at the moment are uh Blazic, you probably go on loan. Um Martin has got to go, hasn't he? Pennington probably go on loan. and uh, maybe one or two more. Um but again, another good job, isn't it? Because I look at them players and think, who would want to buy you? They've, they've, they've been that bad, they've been that poor, and poor attitude, most of them. Um, I think they've done an unbelievable job. Like, going back to this, what I was saying before about getting these players in, it's a good start. Getting rid of what we've had to get rid of is a good start as well. There was no way we were going to get rid of 15, 16 players in one summer. Um, but they've managed to get rid of a good half of that uh, and I'd expect over the next year Especially, like you see next year, Jags, Baines, Williams, Contax are open. There'll be one or two more going out. I think by this time next year, when it's deadline, day is over. If you compare squads from now to then, it's just going to be a completely different squad. Yeah. Um. And it's all about building, isn't it? Building for the future. And, and so, yeah, Um. there's not one player that we've got rid of where we've thought i to have kept Yeah. No. Just not, not even a, really? No, I want to way to go. I want a way to go before it started getting... You know, like the down down the Barclay route and whatever. Because I can just it, it was just gonna go a bit toxic. But then I think his legs have gone a bit like jags now. Uh, so I think he's made that right like move on to America and getting out of here. Uh, and I wish him well. Hope he's got well out there. But yeah, maybe he's up for the outgoing as well. To be honest,
1: so we've discussed Kevin Morales plenty of times in his podcast. <laughs> um, not all positive. Really, I think the only positive came after the the twenty-two nil win, wasn't it? Twenty-three nil win. Um, are you happy that he's he's not even off the books really he's still on loan isn't he so technically he could still come back
2: yeah we spoke last time about the, the how odd it was for the, these players of that age to go out on loan i mm. think we uh, just wants to get rid of him really and yeah. happy to get rid of him and i don't think anyone really wants to buy on a payment deal so just to get rid of him uh, anyway i'm happy to just to be to be off our books but uh he had, he had, a, prom, he had a strong pre-season which is uh, which is interesting but i, I think it, it definitely was time for him to go so for anyone to come in and get in. I think um, we've got to be glad of anyone coming in
1: yeah absolutely um, alright then so expectations for the new season obviously we're all on a bit of a high now <laughs> quite a bit of optimism What realistically what are we what are we saying oh,
2: still down with seventh to be honest I don't think I don't think we're ready for, to break the top six but hopefully next like the year after or in coming years hopefully we'll break that top six but I think the golf is too big. At the moment and for us to establish ourselves, maybe push the top six more than we have. I know we did in um, a couple of years back, but I think to, to fully establish that um, and push push the top six, get us get ourselves in there as one of the big clubs. I think that's what we're looking to do this year, and it's a bit of a con- consolidating year this year for us to kind of get the squad ready because we are building, we are a team in progress. So I think just for ourselves to get get ourselves in there, maybe get a few wins over the big clubs, get our names in there as one of them and then hopefully push out from
1: there. Yeah. Mark, well, considering the torrid season that we had last season and still to finish mm-hmm. finish eighth, do you agree with Tom that seventh is good enough as well as the money that we've just spent this summer?
0: I'll be honest, I was talking about it to and so I was saying I'm not even looking about where we might finish this season. I think we've got to even go back further and say I want to start enjoying to match again. Mm. I want to start seeing us play nice football, score a few goals, start entertaining us again. Start seeing that there's a plan on the pitch. Start seeing that the players know what they're doing. Start seeing that they're buying into what Silver wants to do, and go from there. I think that's what I want to see this season. But away.
1: that comes with results and winning games. Of course, it?
0: yeah, yeah. Because I think, you know, we can we can set targets out now. We've no idea how this team's gonna gel. We've no idea how Silva's methods might go across to the player. I can sit here and say, yeah, I hope you push the top six. I think if I, as long as I see progress this season. And see how we're playing. See how obviously we want the results to happen. Um, I think that'll go hand in hand with results. So if they if they do get the ball rolling and do settle well and do gel well, get the new players integrated, buy into what Silver's doing, entertainers, I think I'll be happy this season. If that brings a cup run or even a trophy this season, then obviously that's just going to be unbelievable. But I think this time next year, I want to be sitting here saying, right, now I know what I want to do this season. I want everything to be. Top four or whatever. Um I think Man City and Liverpool I think are gonna be the top two, but I think a couple of the next four teams are a little bit vulnerable at the moment. Yeah, well, I thought that uh,
1: Tottenham having Spencer Man United yeah. obviously what is deemed to be in turmoil. Chelsea yeah. and Arsenal both new managers, yeah. it's kinda yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen with them, do you, at all. No. So if there's one team that could break into it, you no. would hope it would be us.
0: And that's it, and if we do settle well on soul, but I think as the season goes on, you might be able to have that aim of saying oh we might be able to push that, but to start off with, first 10-15 games, I'm just looking to see, have we settled, can we play some nice football this season, what are the new players settling in, uh, and small baby steps for me, because I've been guilty in the past of going, yeah, top four of the season, we're going to do this, do that, and it's just fell on my face, so small baby steps for me, I just want to see first 10-15 games, how we settle, uh, uh, and go from there yeah
1: something. right just moving on slightly then tom we don't we don't really see the inner workings of the club as fans but um just the partnership between Brands and silver how's it perceived from you because we've had this similar partnership before in koeman and walsh and it almost looked forced in a way mm-hmm. it didn't didn't really fit uh, even though that's what we told it was going to happen but obviously since obviously the appointment of both how's that looked um,
2: i don't think it's a proper strong relationship to, between them yet I think um, obviously with Marco Silver, obviously unhappy a couple of weeks ago over what was going on. I don't think they've properly established a strong partnership just yet, but it's a promising one and it's one, I think when they did the press conference together earlier this summer, when we just looked at and thought that's going to be professional, that's going to take us into the future and it's going to be a partnership very successful over the next few years hopefully. But uh, I do think it's, it's it's a work in progress, I don't think they've got a very strong partnership just yet, but. Hopefully, in the future that will blossom because it does seem to have, uh, in the end, worked out well. So, hopefully, that's one that will blossom and then they'll
0: grow to work really well together.
1: Mark, are you are you happy with the partnership so far?
0: Yeah, I disagree slightly with some on that aspect. I think it was more of they get the board for not delivering the players. I think Silver's so job and Marcel Brand's job is to identify the types of players, the players and the positions that they want, and then it's up to them to go to the board then and say, right, we need you to go out and get them players. That's how I. I've always thought it worked. Um, from what I know, from what I've heard as well, Brandon's has actually stepped in the last couple of weeks because he's been unhappy himself with how slow things are going. Um, yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if he's actually pushed a couple of these deals through himself. Um, so I'd say, from the outside looking in, because they both been very quiet. have you? you don't really. I was saying the other day about Silva's um, interviews and pcs very quiet. Very like he's. Yeah. He seems like keeping himself out of the media and stuff like yeah. that behind the scenes as a manager. Um, and again, we've hardly heard from Brands as well. So I can only go on what I've seen and what I've heard, and what I know, whatever. And it looks like they've, they've they've got the same ideas, which is good. Which hopefully they'll go into that. Uh, I think they want that sort of uh, commitment from the board now. And getting the players and not leaving until sense of five one deadlines. next year, I think it needs to be a bit of a better plan. But yeah, I'm I'm happy that you know they're working together. Um, on fingers crossed,
1: yeah, continues to work together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, couldn't agree more. on obviously, it's certainly certainly is positive. Um, just a couple of players then that um, that we were that have stayed at the club. Um, obviously, Karen Dahl is uh, has come back from his loan. Uh, Tom Davis, Luke Luchman, and Balassi. Um, where where are they going to fit in? Interesting, isn't it? Because you know, Dal got a lot of experience yeah. last year on loan. Tom Davis, personally, I thought he could have done with going out on loan mm-hmm. last year because he, he did struggle towards the last end of last season. Luchman, you know, clearly uh, wanted by Brands and, mm-hmm. and Silva. Um, and there was rumours that he was going to go. But, and and Balassi obviously, a player who just kind of hasn't cut it really. Evan. Four players there. Um, where are they going to fit in?
0: I think I was talking to the lads about it. Silva's said about um, having a core... Twenty-two. and need two players in these positions to, to battle. Plus, maybe a few youngsters who are going to work with the group. What I think you'll see this year is the likes of Kenny, Dal, uh, Tom Davis, and and Lewin. I think Denford in particular um, will be in and around the group every every single day, working with the players, getting used to Silver's methods, seeing how they work, seeing what he wants. And they might get the odd occasion uh, in the first team and stuff like that. And they might also help the under twenty-three, but I think this year is the learning curve for mm. them, I think he wants to see them day in day out, see how they react, if they react well and, and they're still pushing then obviously he, he, they're going to get more games, if they don't he might send them out on number, but I think he wants to see them day in day out, particularly them four to see how they get on, uh, I think he thinks more of Luckman, I think Luckman will be uh, in and around his he wants to stay. Hmm. Uh, if we get through till the 31st then he's still here. What's well, the he's problem isn't he? Yeah.
1: Trying to throw those clothes yeah. then you know, European teams can still, yeah. still buy our players.
0: Um, he said today, I mean Myers was on Sky Sports before saying that he's been told that Luckman's 100% staying going gone lower so the season as a big part of the plans which is positive and I hope that is the case. Uh, I'd like to see more of him. So if you have your, your court 22, a few youngsters around the squad so he's got a, a 25, 26 players to work with, it still leaves. A few more uh, on the sidelines, and I think Balassi may well see himself going abroad before the end of the window, uh, along with maybe Martin and um, and I think Sandro, I think Sanzo might end up back in Spain um, because you'd have Richarlison, Luckman, Walcott, and can all play on the window so there's not going to be any any, any sort of space for them. But yeah, but uh, I mean that's my opinion. It might well be wrong, but I think at the moment. He wants that core squad with a few youngsters to to start buying into the way he wants because that's the way Everton are
1: gonna play uh, under the stewardship of a to Yeah, Tom is um, just on the local younger players then, like Sadal and Davis and Lewin. Um, are they gonna? Fe- do you think they'll feature? Do you think they deserve to feature?
2: Yeah, I think they're players you kind of need to be playing 13 football at this stage of the career. well uh, they probably will get shoved into that category we've mentioned as to say the younger players who will be working with the squad. And they'll maybe make a few things stuff the bench or cover when, when they're needed, when there's injuries or suspensions and stuff like that. But we do need to be playing first team football at this stage of the career. And I think uh, Tom Davis kind of got shoved in the first team picture. And maybe he won't feature this this season as much as he has in recent seasons because maybe he might not need it as much as he was. But um, he does need to be playing football. Obviously, we love him as Edmonton fans, but um, he will be there and then about. But I think um, Dow went on last year, did he? he showed his uh, quality in the. In the um, in the Championship and in three seasons he's looked quite strong, he's looked, um, he looked much older as a player and more mature so it'll be, uh, it'll be good to see how he does but um, I think we do need cover in the number 10 position for Ian Sigurdsson so I'm quite happy you're sticking around to be honest.
1: One thing that I'd say about um, Davis, which I felt sorry for him towards the end of last season was because we were obviously not playing well, results but weren't maybe going our way and the pressure was too much for him for a, a young player. The likes of Dahl kind of flourished at Nottingham Forest where the pressure wasn't on him too much, and did maybe the fans did put too much pressure on Davis.
0: It was toxic last year, wasn't it? I think everyone, I mean, the fans were fighting in the stands. Never mind yeah. having a go at the players. It was just a horrible, horrible season, um, game in, game out, with the managers that were there, the the players that were there. It was just horrible, and you like, and, that, and that's not a nice atmosphere for for some teams. I mean, we keep forgetting when we thought he eighteen or nineteen.
1: Still very young. He's still
0: really. throwing arm on his skateboard and the period and stuff, he's a kid. Um I've been guilty of having to go around myself, he's not good enough and whatever, but he might just the frustration that you yeah. feel. And he might flush he might flourish under Silver and that's why going back to my previous point, I think Silver wants him in an the squad, day in, day out, on the same field, to see what he can do with him. Can he you know, 'cause Silver's got a reputation for working with players and improving players. A bit like the other fellow across the park he wants to work with the players mm. and improve them. It's not just about putting them on a the field and yep. go and do your best. This is about improving them as players. And what a fantastic opportunity the likes of John Joe Kenny and Davis and Dal uh, and Carl Lewin have got now. So it's a work under that and work with better quality players uh, in a more happy environment in a, in a style of football that hopefully entertains us you know it, 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 it's, it's it's promising uh, and I hope them four in particular stick around because um, I'd love to see one or two if not more of them progress and get into the first team full time yeah but I don't think the uh, I don't think they're ready now I think they just need to be with the group lane, and then hopefully in the future um, they're ready to step in and and do the job that Silva wants them to do so yeah Mark, you got news there for us on Zoom, have you? Well, it's not <laughs> official, but. Um, bit of refreshing. A bit of refreshing's going on, saying that it looks like Everton is a done deal. Uh, it'll be confirmed imminently. Uh, for Care Zuma to join us on loan, which I'll be absolutely delighted with. I'll be honest with you, at the start
1: of today, I didn't think, I honestly didn't think we'd get two centre backs. I honestly didn't think it'd be the case. So, the fact that it's, it's me, Ned, and, and uh, Zoomer, two players, Zoom. Obviously, going to be a bit of a handle for strikers. Um, I'm delighted to be honest. I
0: think we need is pace up the back. I mean, Mina's not meant to be the fastest, and that's why I'm delighted with the Zuma because as a partnership, that should flourish. It's both powerful, but Silva so wants to play quite a high line, doesn't he? And, mm. and what we've noticed in pre-season, as soon as a ball is played in the channels, we're done. It's a goal. None of our defenders can get back. Jacks can't can't no more. Keane can't turn. As soon as a ball is played in between them, they're done. What we needed is that recovery pace If someone that does get in behind. We've actually got a centre back now. who should be able to catch up and and, and at least hold them up and allow the rest of the defence to get back. Um, I think was it Ren that we played the other week? All four goals. We seeing a little ball inside the channel and no, we were just done. And it was getting it was getting a bit embarrassing. Um, so if
1: pre-season quickly forgotten there the results in pre-season after the day course, we have just had
0: yeah and that's what it's all about isn't it getting the players in um, so fingers crossed that is confirmed as official and if he's fit which I believe he is because he's been playing for Chelsea in pre-season um, it would be even tempted to put all in on Saturday and just get him straight in um, so yeah let's see what happens
1: alright then forgetting the circus tom that is deadline day um okay we've enjoyed it we've enjoyed we were allowed to enjoy one deadline day every now and again aren't we um it is easy to forget that we've got a match on saturday <laughs> deadline day shuts usually and we've already played football games but this is our first premier league game mark you said you didn't want to put too much emphasis mm-hmm. on the game um but it's, tom, it's still massive in it away towards R five um, it's not going to be easy, is it, no matter what no matter what you say?
2: No, we've said about these first five pictures, they're, quite, uh, they're like, quite exciting in terms of we could win, if not all of them, maybe pick up points from all of them anyway. But um, I think this one may be one of the hardest, if not the hardest, because some of the signings Wolves have brought in. Especially they've had from Deadline Day as well, I and mean, mm-hmm. some of the signings they brought in. Um, one of them was a player once a while ago, Leander Dendonca from um, on the left, and a few others, the Portuguese players they brought in. They really have got some quality. I'm not sure how long that's going to take for them to all gel together. But I do think they've got massive quality there and they will be a team that challenges. challenge us. So um, hopefully some of the players will be ready to go straight in on Saturday as we blatantly need as we've seen in pre-season. I'll just say Zoom would will be made up if he was uh, chucked in there, but uh, it, w- it will take a while. But it will be a difficult, difficult game because they have got a lot of quality now. Both and uh, they pretty much ran through the Championship last year won it by quite a bit had a strong uh, attack and defence, but now they've strengthened it even more and it's definitely Premier League quality now. So it will be a very tough match on
1: Saturday. We'll it, Mark, would we'll it bring us back down to earth if we were to get a point or even get even lose?
0: No, I, 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 so I completely understand what you're saying, like obviously it's it's still three points and you still want to win. Um, but I won't be too down if we get beat because um, I know what's still to come in and I don't know we've got them now. Um, There's going to be four or five players who will walk into that side eventually that aren't playing on Saturday. Um, Saying that on the flip side, I still still think we've got a strong enough side to go there and and do well. I totally agree with Tom about Wolves made some really good signings, haven't he? Flying, and I hate playing newly promoted sides on the first day. It's a cup final for the minute. First day back. In the Premier League, Fulham will be the same, Cardiff will be the same. If you play a newly promoted side away first game, it's a nightmare. Um, So it's going to be a really difficult match on Saturday. Um, If we can come out of that with three points, be even more optimistic. Um, But I won't be that downbeat if we get beat because, as I say, I still think that we're nowhere near the finished article this season. So I'll be there, cheering them on, hoping for three points. But yeah, let's hope.
1: Absolutely. It's a tough one though, isn't it? Because the first five games, like Tom said, they're, yeah. they're all winnable games. Yeah. So, you know, you'd expect a lot of points. Yeah. And if we don't get the required amount of points, say yeah. between 10 and 12, mm-hmm. then you know the teams that are coming next, the likes of, well, obviously Arsenal, mm-hmm. Liverpool, United, mm-hmm. Chelsea, teams that we we do mm-hmm. struggle against, which we haven't had a good record in the past. So first five games are so important for this season, mm-hmm. if we, if we, if we want to do well.
0: Yeah. Oh I, I totally agree with that. It. Yeah, it's 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 obviously on paper there. You've got to go. Oh, you know, we should be taking fifteen points here, shouldn't we? But, um and with especially if Jordan Pickford comes back in as well, I think that's going to reassure the defense a little bit more because as bad as the defense have been, Steckenberg, it's like playing with an empty net. So it just it just seems to go through. I don't if you have a shot, it goes yeah. in. Bickford's obviously a, 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 you know, a million times better goalkeeper I think I'll really sure the defense of it. So I'm still optimistic we'll get the three points on Saturday, I think we let's be honest, I think we're better than Wolves. Uh, it's just on the day, as I say, it'll be a cup final atmosphere. Um the first game back up for them, half five kickoffs, so everyone's probably had a few share bits during on the day and whatever, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lively game. But yeah, I'm still hopeful we'll pick up them three points. And then Southampton the week after, etc. Uh, I just don't think. I think if we never had the day we had today, and then we got beat Saturday, I'd be not only angry, I'd be worried. Yeah. But we've had a good day today now, and even though them players might not be available Saturday, I know now even if we get beat Saturday, we've still got a chance of of of, of progression this season. So it's not all about the Wolves game. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm sitting here if we get beat, it's all right. It's not because we want to win every game. Um, I just feel that like there's still optimism, even if we get beat on Saturday. That's I think that's the, all I'm trying to say. So, yeah, fingers crossed for three points, bro.
1: Tom, I would I would just set up. Do you what do you think do you think um Silver will be a bit coy, a bit defensive? Do you think he'll go not all out attack, but you know, be quite positive?
2: I think it'll be similar to what he's done um in pre season so far. He's looking for a four three three. he's looking like that. I'm not sure if he'll play the two defensive midfielders or one number six and two attacking midfielders, which is looks like he, what, what he'll do later in the season. I think he will stick with two defensive midfielders of possibly uh, Snyderland and Gay in the first game of the season. But um, I don't think some of the signs will be ready. Maybe a couple of them. I can see them all being on the bench, to be honest. I don't think, um, I'm not sure if any of them will be risked for um, the weekend or just chucked in there straight away. Um, but I do think it'll be similar to what he's done in pre-season so far. Maybe Dini will be put in there ahead of veins, though, because I think... They've got strength on the wings and I think to put Baines in there would be a bit of a risk mm-hmm. as he's looked a bit of a liability, unfortunately, in pre-season. So uh, I think Dini is ready to go in there. He's had a half-football under his belt against the Valencia and I think um, if any of the new signs are to go straight in, obviously Richarlison going to start as well um, with the front frame. Quite looking forward to seeing And Brem, you need to be honest, of Richarlison well uh, tossing up top. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But hopefully Dini being be in, there in place of Baines is definitely as
1: well <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the I agree. The, um, the two centre or two hold midfielder it's yeah. always been a bone of contention as yeah, with yeah, Everton yeah, fans yeah. I think I wouldn't disagree maybe put, keeping the, the two hold midfielders just for this game Yeah. I always if it was me and it was the you know a team in the in the bottom ten yeah, yeah. I would always you know even if it was away just after one hold midfielder but for this one I don't know whether I'm being too negative but I think just gives you the, a foundation you're not on the
0: base, being the base you're, you're being spot on because he's worried about Keane and Jags isn't he yeah. he's, you know we're hoping Zuma gets over the line and can get to the, the seats in but the likelihood is he, he won't start on Saturday so it's going to be Keane and Jagielka and so them two are going to need as much protection as possible so I completely agree with Summer I think it'd be the same team as against Valencia uh, apart from Pickford and come coming for Stechenberg and Baines um, which shows up defence a little bit but they're still vulnerable through the centre but actually in goal we've got a quality goalie and two quality fullbacks. That, um i don't like gay and together but i think for this game it's it's gonna have to be um or he might just play gay and and he might throw Tom it's to, 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 to get up with his energy um but yeah there's, there's, there's still a couple of options there for saturday isn't there even with the squad we've got um but I'd, i agree with you i throw Digging in for Baines. that's He's he's 20 million pound left back He's twenty five, he's fit, he's ready. You know, what are we waiting for? Get him yeah. in, get him straight in. Baines has been an absolute great by really left back, but his legs have gone uh, he can't he can't run um, up and down that flank like he can normally uh, uh, used to be. But but you can and that's what we need, that's what we bought him for. Get him in. Get him straight in on Saturday for me.
1: All right then to finish off, uh, Tom predictions, we're we saying a win and score line.
2: Um, I'm saying 2-2. I think it, there's been a couple of 2-2s at the start of the season <laughs> Starts, yeah. in the recent years and I think this is going to be looking like that as well. I think Wolves are still a settling team with their new signings and I think we're exactly the same so it might be a bit leaky so I can see a 2-2 because we well, have got strong attacks but um, settling defences so 2-2 for me,
0: Well I'll, be, I'll go 4 I can see one I can we'll go down uh, 1-0 early doors. Yeah. I think Wolves come off the box flying. But I'm hoping that as the, as the game progresses are are uh, more Premier League experience and quality will sell them we'll nick we'll the game 2-1.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you, I was going to go for 2-1 Everton as well. Yeah. But the one prediction that I've got for the season, whether it, it lasts throughout the whole at the back end of the season, expect goals from Everton mm-hmm. and expect them to concede goals as well. Um, I just think with the defence, obviously, it's going to have to settle. But with the uh, you know the attacking players that we've mm-hmm. got, um, I think it could be... You know, you could see a couple of two twos, three twos, four threes, yeah, and stuff I'm like that. More, yeah. um, so it could be an exciting season, and hopefully, it'll be an exciting season where we're winning football ma- football matches so. as well.
0: Hundred percent agree.
1: Yeah. Right, guys. Then uh, we'll leave it there for today. um We are scheduled to be back on Wednesday, uh, which is the fifteenth of August. um We'll have reactions to the Wolves game, and we'll look ahead to the Southampton game. um If you agree or don't agree with anything we've said in this podcast. Then join the debate on hashtag view from the Gladys Street. Our guests, um, Tom and Mark, are both on Twitter as well. I'm sure they'd love your feedback. Be nice. Um, Tom is at TomClark40 and Mark is at MarkRotty1878. Um, until next week then, goodbye.
0: You've been listening to the View From The Gladys Street podcast from the Liverpool Echo.